The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke. Though I was their husband, says the Lord, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, be to God. Thanks, Greta. Nice job. Are you making a ruckus over there? So I ordered a curtain rod, and it was delivered, and I opened the package. You know, you get a bunch of this stuff and a bunch of this stuff. And then I, oops, this came off. And then I noticed this sticking out the end right here, like this. And it says, hardware enclosed. And it's attached to a red ribbon hanging down like this, okay? So you know why they do this? Because what do we do? We throw all that stuff out, and then we try to put it up, and we go, we don't have the anchors or the screws. They didn't put it in here. I got a column. I can't put up my curtain rod because I don't have my anchors and my screws. And you know what? They got that call so many times that they now put it on a red string so you cannot throw it away, okay? So inside the little bag is the actual anchor that you put in the wall and the screws so you can actually put up the thing in which you ordered. So we've been talking about promises and the story we hear tonight is kind of like the red ribbon on the package of my curtain rod. God finally says, I need to do something else because this isn't working. God early on said, I make a promise to the world that I'm going to be God and you're going to be my people. And the people keep messing up. And God finally says, I need to do something more because humans aren't keeping my promises. And so God makes the first move. And he actually does something even more innovative than the red ribbon on the box on the curtain rod to keep the anchor and the screws in place. God says, I'm now gonna write my promise on your heart. And what did Greta just read? I am going to be your God, and you are going to be my people. And he even says this, I can't even really know that you're going to teach your kids this. I hope you will. So I'm actually going to put it on your heart so you will never forget this. 
So just take that in for a minute, that God's promise is actually written on your heart. You're created in that way. You can't lose it. The red ribbon can't come off and drop the screws and anchors that's going to hold your life together. God already has that written on your heart. And it happens for us when we're baptized, God makes that promise, makes that first move. We can't choose God. God has already chosen us. So I want to talk about three ways that this shows up in our life. And I think the thing that we forget all the time is we forget the promise is there, and then we don't trust the promise. We say, okay, God, you said you're going to be here, but I don't really trust that you are here. And God says this, it's there, and trust me, it's there. Do everything in your life. So the first example is this. We often hear in the world and from other people, you have to be a certain way for God to love you. And oftentimes people say that when you're different than they are. And they think that they get to be in power mode and tell you what you need to be like for God to love you. God says this, your promise is on your heart. There's nothing you can do to take that away. You are mine. You belong to me. I am your God and you are mine. You do not have to change who you are for God to love you. Okay? The second one is this, and we don't talk about this as much. If you are doing things to hurt people right now, if you have broken promises, if you are doing things you know are wrong, God says to you tonight, I have written my promise on your heart. I will be your God, you shall be my people. And that means God wants us to live in such a way where we're not focusing on ourselves. We're actually showing up in the world to be able to share God's love. Because we don't have to worry about it because God already loves us. Therefore, we can act in such a way where we can give of ourselves and care for other people. That's what he wants. So what he's written on our heart is love God with all your heart and soul and also love other people that much too. We're created to do it and then we get off cycle. And that's another reason why we come to church, to hear the promise but also say, you know what, I shouldn't be doing this. How did I treat this person today? I need to talk to them about that. I made a decision at work that wasn't the right decision. How can I change to be able to do that? And you know what God says? Yes! You're forgiven. Start again. I'm giving you the ability. That forgiveness is yours. There is nothing, nothing that you can do to keep me from loving you. But God will not stop pursuing us in love. And you see that in some people, if they're going down a wrong path or making wrong decisions or hurting other people, God will never stop pursuing and he's always calling us back. And what we need to hear is we are created to live in such a way where we're caring for other people as much as we are caring for ourselves. The third way that this promise shows up is when things happen in our lives that are unexpected, when you're going through tough times. And we've had a lot of that here at Mount Olivet lately. 
people who have died or people who have been diagnosed with something in their lives, people who are going through tough things in their marriage or other relationships, and all of a sudden this future that you thought was yours and you were living a life in a way that you thought you were supposed to live it is all of a sudden changed and everything seems unsettled and off course. And again, we have to go back. God says, I make the first move. My promise is on your heart. And what that promise says, it's thicker and bigger than a red ribbon with the screws and the anchors. God will never leave you in whatever you're going through. He says, I am there too. And you have to trust me that I am making a way when you think there is no way. Now the really hard part is it's not like God just clears the deck and says, you know what, I'm gonna make your life super easy. Everything that's in your way, I'm gonna take out of your way. He actually says, no, I created this world and there's free will and there's things in this world, but my promise still stays. There is no place you can go where I will not be. And that means in those times where we don't know what comes next or we can't figure out how to make it through to the next day, God says, I am there. And then what else does he do? He calls other people to touch their hearts, to enter lives, to help make a way as well. And so I want you to hear tonight with all these promises that we've talked about over these last weeks, it's real and it's true. And that's actually why we are a church, because we know how it is. We go on with our lives and we forget, or we say, you know what, I, I think that's true, but I don't think it, it, it really can be true for me and my life. We come back and we do these things, we have to hear these stories again, and we have to be by other people who are wondering the same things that show up. We have to pray together, we have communion together to remember that this promise of God is true. And God actually puts himself on the line here, and he says, I know you're not going to change, I know you're going to continue to do bad things, but I've still decided that I want to be your God. And so what did Greta just say? He doesn't remember the thing that you did wrong. He doesn't hold you to that. That's not your identity. Your identity is that you're God's. And so what I want to say tonight to all of us is live like this. It's not something that's far off for another time. It's meant for right now. So that means any question that you have, anger towards God, frustration, name it. And God says, my promise is true. Not even death can take it away from us. Yet we have to live like this. And so tonight, maybe a little red ribbon on a curtain box that holds the screws and anchor brings forth for you what it means for God's promise to be written on your heart today and always. Trust in that. Be reminded of that because it's true. Amen.